Hey y'all, welcome to In The Mist. My name is Dwakalala, but feel free to call me Vicky, your very best friend. I missed you guys, and I'm back. Um, I'm going to try to make episodes every week as much as possible, especially since school is starting back. Um, But for the next few days, I believe I'm going to be making one every single day. But that's neither here or there. Today, we're going to be talking about idols. Um, And idols can be anything. We're just going to jump right into it because, um, wait, for a second, let's in. God is good, first of all. God loves you. God cares about you. Thank you for listening in. Know that um, God is thinking about you. And I pray that this blesses you and that you receive this and that whatever you're going through, that God just sees you and meets you where you're at. I love you. Anyway, today we're going to talk about idols. And in my quiet time, um, I got a lot of revelations in the there was this really good analogy that God gave me that I cannot wait to share with you guys. But idols can be anything. And it's usually anything that gives you pleasure. It's anything that makes you feel good that um, isn't God. Um, and the whole thing about idols, it's that they're like placeholders. They take away the place that God is supposed to be filling, except they don't do a good job at filling this hole because that is a God hole, as I like to call it. It's a void or a place that only God can fill. And sometimes you can have every single thing that you need or you you think would be good. You could have a boyfriend, you could have a family, you could have a car, a job, but you're still unhappy. And that peace or what you're searching for, that something is God. And only God can feel that. But we tend to, as humans, to have idols. And when I say idols, I mean literally anything. It could be your phone. And I'm going to expose myself today by saying some of my idols that I have to hand to God because they are not helping me at all. <laughs> and if it if it ain't got it and it that's just it um my idols are my boyfriend my um food and my phone it's things that i've seen that i usually run to um before like especially back before i really started a relationship with god those are the things that i would run to with the quickness until this day i still struggle with sometimes just going to god like i'll go to him but i'll only like I'll only speak to him for like a certain amount of time or it'll be something that like I feel that he's there but I'm looking for something tangible I'm looking for someone to hug me physically and it feels as though God is not doing enough but that is a lie that's just a trap it's easy for us to go to stuff that we can see in times when they're tough, like my flesh naturally just goes to food when I'm stressed out and naturally just wants to hit up my boyfriend and be like, I'm sad. This is how I'm feeling. And none of these things are bad, but they, when they become idols, when they are things that you run to, instead of running to God, that's when it becomes a problem. And like I say, these are things, um, for you as much as they're for me as much as they're for you so I don't be coming here to be talking bad about nobody or it's something that I'm learning myself and things that I go through and I just want to speak to you guys so that we can have 
a journey together so that we can overcome together. But I wanted to let you guys know the secret um, of how God was just speaking to me today when I was in a quiet time. Um, he was basically, and I'm going to explain how everything ties together. Just bear with me. Just bear with me. God's way is like an airplane. Okay. It cuts your time in half. I believe airplanes and airports, like that's the quickest way you can get to any of your destination. And it's usually efficient and it's scary. (laughs) It's usually scary. Oh my goodness. That's just another thing. It's scary because it's like, it's not on the ground. You don't control anything that happens on the airplane. Thank you, Jesus. But yeah, it cuts your time in half a lot of times. But a lot of times we be taking the bus and wasting time. And it's a lot cheaper and it allows us to bring more baggage. Okay. And God was making a connection between the baggage being idols and anything that we put in place to give us comfort instead of us giving everything to God. So we can get faster. And I was having the... um the story about the Israelites when they were taken from Egypt, I believe, um, into the promised land. And it was supposed to be an 11 day trip, but they took 40 years in the wilderness and they did 40 years. I could understand if it was like maybe a month, you know what I mean? Delayed, but 40 years for an 11 day trip. It's just crazy. So when I was having that in mind, God also gave me a revelation about how when we give everything to him, when we just give up all of our idols, anything that we put and worship in a sense, instead of giving all of our troubles to him, when we're holding on to these idols and all of these things, we are delaying his blessings. Think about it. When you're holding something and somebody throws something else at you to catch, you're not going to be able to catch it unless you drop what you're holding. And a lot of times we are holding on to these things that only bring temporarily temporary happiness temporary satisfaction instead of allowing god to move instead of allowing god to work and this is the thing about the analogy with the airplane and the bus the bus i don't know if y'all catch the bus out here or i don't i've only been to the bus like a couple of times and i'm not you know for when i used to work at the mall, but that's neither here or there. But the bus, it takes a long time for a short drive. Like it could be like five minutes to drive and the bus would take like 15 because they got to stop and make all of these things. You just always. But the thing about a bus compared to a plane, when you think about it, you could bring more stuff on the bus. That means that you can bring all of your 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 pain, you can bring all of your baggage, you can bring your depression, you can bring all of these things. I'm using analogies here. You can bring all of a lot more things into a bus than you can bring to a plane because they they be very like um, mindful about it, making sure that the, the weight and everything, you can't bring a lot of things on the plane. And when you decide that you want to bring, it will cost you. It will cost you extra money so that you can get these things on the plane. And God was trying to show me that having following, following him will cost you something. Following him and his way will always cost you to give up something. You may be wanting to pack that extra bikini or that extra bag, but then you humble yourself because you don't want to pay that extra fee. So you decide to do what's best and take the free carry on, whatever they allow you to bring that's free on the airplane so that you know what I mean. You decide to take that carry on. 
But when you're taking the bus, not only is it cheaper, <laughs> but it also allows you to bring more stuff in. But not not everything can be brought to where God wants to take you. And that's why we have to give up our idols. We have to give up all of the things that we put in place for God because we cannot bring those things to where he's trying to take us. A lot of the times, especially my phone, can be such a distraction. I can waste so many hours addicted and stuck to my phone, wasting away. And I'd be be chilling, but I'm not doing anything productive because I'm so stuck on my phone watching TikToks or watching YouTube and laughing at other people's productivity, letting them have money and everything, which is good. Support your people. And it's important to have a downtime. But when it becomes something that you just, when you feel sad, that's all you go to. That when it becomes your idol, when it becomes something that um, you basically you're worshiping it in a sense, because instead of going to God, you're going to it. And that could look like anything else. And how I'm explaining this airplane and this bus analogy, if it's even called an analogy, is the fact that God was trying to show me that the airplane, it's also scary for me, at least. I don't really like to take the airplane, but sometimes we just have to do what we have to do and get up and get there faster instead of delaying and trying to carry on things that don't even need to be brought to the next trip. Because when you think about it, you're packing bags and bags and bags and bags. A lot of times you don't even end up wearing the clothes or anything that you're bringing to the trip. Because I I don't know anything about y'all, but I be packing like I'm going to freaking Yemen or something. I be packing a lot of clothes and unnecessary stuff. Oh, just in case I need it for like a three-day trip. It's never that deep. But when you know, like a bus, you can go and bring a lot of stuff in. Because I'm just talking about size and everything too. Like you can bring more stuff in that don't even need to be brought to the next place. I'm just telling you that there are a lot of things that you're carrying right now that you need to give up. There's a lot of idols that you've made throughout your years that you have to give up. Because you can't take it where God is trying to bring you. There's just not enough room for that. And like I said, if we're talking about prices as well... Taking an airplane to some place is a lot more expensive than taking the bus. Now, it's going to take you shorter time, though. And like I said, following God, surrendering to him will cost you. And that's the scary part. We don't ever want to go through those things. We don't ever want to to, to give anything like that would be too hard or go through these trials and 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 all that's because me when I'm on a plane I am I'm not as relaxed as I would be on a bus there's just something about being so high up that just freaks me out and they say it's the safest way to travel it's the safest way to travel but we would rather feel comfortable on the bus when accidents can happen all the time and this could be even a car I'm just using the bus just because you know it's cheaper it's like a dollar 25 cents depending on where you're going and whatnot But God's way will get you where you need to be quicker with less baggage because a lot of times you don't need to be carrying all that stuff. You don't need to. You need to leave it behind. You need to leave it behind. But we are stubborn. (laughs) I'm stubborn. And it's hard. It's hard to trust God because I be feeling really vulnerable when I'm on a, um, a plane 
I'd be feeling really vulnerable because I'm just thinking like I'm really living my life in in this pilot's hands. Any wrong movement, especially when there's turbulence and they're like, you got to hold tight and everything. We are like 30,000 feet up in the air. <laughs> I am scared. <laughs> I am scared. Well, that's the thing about God. He never, his way is never easy, but it's the most worthwhile. And it's the one that will get you to the quickest, um, des- to your destination quicker. It's the one that's going to get you to your destination quicker. But we have to let go of a lot of things to even be able to get on that ride. Your idols will not be able to sustain you or bring you to a place of peace. Only God can. Whatever it is that you're holding on to that isn't God, you have to let it go. The key is Jesus. And when you focus on him, everything else will be added to you. You have to let go and let God. I forget the name of the person who sang it, but it's also like a song. It's literally called Let Go and Let God. And that's what you have to do. You have to let go of your idols. You have to give up every single thing that you hold so dear to your heart that does not help you. It doesn't help you because it's just temporary. It really is. It's just temporary. Sorry if y'all hear my paper. <laughs> it's like guilty pleasures. And then when things go wrong, things will go wrong. Because they're not meant to sustain you. Only God can. And that's the thing about the thing I've noticed about God. He will sustain. He has sustained. A lot of times you think God is doing nothing, but no. Your ability to even go through a situation is God. He is literally carrying you through. Even if it means you're breaking down every five minutes, at least you're not going to like at the end of your rope deciding to end your life. And I'm not saying that in a funny way or anything because that's serious. A lot of people get to that point where they just don't even want to live anymore. And you being able to carry on is God's way of helping you through whatever situation you're going through. I went on a little rent there, but it's important to let go of your idols. Idols are dangerous because they keep us in a loop and they can't fill that void inside of us. Only God can. They are only like temporary placeholders, but the joy of God can be permanent in your life if you allow it. And if you allow him to move in your life and you surrender. It's also I also wanted to suggest for you guys to listen to Greatest Story by Good Lord. Um, I forget his name. I'm going to leave it in the description below. But it's called A Greatest Story, and it's beautiful. But the song of the day today is um, Addicted to My Phone by Erica Mason. I just wanted to put it out there. So you guys get two songs. Um, I, I thought that song, Addicted to My Phone, uh, went well with the message just because we're talking about idols, and a lot of people have idols. A lot of people have idols. And I also wanted to mention how sin has been glamorized. Glamorized? I think that's the word. But sin has become like something that is good. It has been glamorized in a way where people feel like they can't let it go. And it has become an idol for some. It has become something that 
people run to to feel good for example sex they feel good um they run to to run to like gossiping because it makes you feel good inside or judging other people so that you can feel good about yourself or envy and jealousy or bitterness and anger and all of that stuff and everything has just become glamorized because it feels and the devil will convince you that you can't let it go it's one of those things i just be like you can't let this go like you are unable like what are you gonna do now what are you gonna do surrender and leave it to god and he's gonna make it feel as if it's a crazy absurd thing to do and i i don't know if i'm making sense especially with the airplane thing (laughs) but i hope you guys understand that god's will will bring you somewhere to your destination way quicker but when you decide to do things your own way, delaying and holding on to things, trying to bring things that don't even belong in the next journey, in your next destination, you are delaying all of the things that God has for you. We are holding on to things that cannot help you in this life or the next. Nothing in this world can help you. No idol, no nothing can help you the way that God can. Idols can be anything, but if it ain't God, if it ain't Jesus, it ain't it, love. <laughs> we should only have one idol, our Father, God. And if you want to make it idols, then it should be the Trinity, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. There you go. But I just wanted you guys to let you guys know that idols are dangerous and it's very easy. And a lot of people may be thinking, I don't have idols. I'm not worshiping anything. A lot of times you think that it has to be like another God. Idols can be anything, anything that takes God's place. When, think about anything. Just take a moment right now. If you heard some bad news, what is the first thing that you would do? What is the first place you would run to? Some people would run to alcohol. Some people would run to their, to their booty calls. Some people would run to food. And I am guilty. Some people would run to food. And there's not, I don't think there's anything wrong with just having a little snack. You know what I mean? Having a little snack, some feel-good foods once in a while or whatever. You know what I mean? But it, if it's the only thing that you can go to, if it has become to a point where like you don't even, it's taking the place of God, if it's taking the place of Jesus, then it's an idol. If that is the first thing you run to, instead of leaving everything to God's hands, then it's an idol and it needs to be eradicated. Big words. (laughs) It needs to be eradicated. It needs to go. God describes himself as a a jealous God. In Exodus 20, um, verse 3 to 6, when he was talking about idols, and I believe the way he was talking about it is in a sense where it's he's not, not jealous the way that we think about it, but really... Jealous like a sweet jealousy that he wants our attention. He knows he wants us to want him because he's the only one that could make a difference in any situation that you have. He's the only one that can make a difference, a permanent difference, because if we're talking about all of these things that make us feel good, they're temporary. They're like drugs. Eventually, you're going to have to come back again and again and But God's joy can sustain you through long periods of times. And he is the only idol you need to have. He is the only drug that you need to keep going after every single day. Because he's the only one that can be able to really fulfill you forever. Forever. And he just makes everything around you brighter. Everything around you better. 
And I just just wanted to read a couple of um, verses, chapters or um, scriptures about idols. And some of them are talking about money and other gods. I just wanted to give you guys a concept and um, have you understanding where I'm coming from. Um, Leviticus 19, Leviticus chapter 19, verse 4. Excuse me. Verse four says, do not turn to idols or make yourself mortal, molten gods. I am the Lord, your God. Molten gods, I think, is just like anything that um, like um, like gold, anything made out of met- metal. You know what I mean? Or things that are fabricated, man-made. And Deuteronomy chapter five, verse seven says, you shall have no other gods before me. And God is talking about himself. Um, there's going to be a lot of <laughs> scriptures here. Just trying to give you just a little playing field here just to get y'all to understand. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 14 says, Therefore, my beloved, flee from adultery. So f- run from it. Run so far because you, when you put something else in God's place, you are not, you can't have a relationship with him that is authentic. I always mess that up. Y'all can laugh at me if y'all want. But that's just how I'm going to keep saying it. You can't have a real authentic relationship with him when you have something else in his place. You you can't. It's just not possible. It has to be God first than everything else. Because I'm not saying that having a boyfriend or, or, or having a loving food is, is bad or wanting to eat food is bad. Or having your phone is bad. None of these things are bad. But when it starts to take God's place, that's when it becomes an idol. And God God wants you to only rely on him. And that's why sometimes when things go bad, it's, 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 a, it's like God is allowing you to see that all you need to do is depend on him and him alone. God wants you to depend on him and him alone. And I, be, I believe... Um, Charles McTaliff, Pastor Charles McTaliff, I I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, on Transformation Church. I don't know which sermon it was, but he was talking about how God humbles you. You know what I mean? Like God wants to give you humility by allowing certain things to take place in your life that will push you towards him because sometimes we're so lost. We 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 um want to do things that makes us feel good in the moment, but they that's all they do. They make you feel good in the moment. And he just wants you to realize that only him, only him, not your, 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 your husband, not your best friend, not Netflix show, nothing can bring you the joy that he can. And sometimes we, we then realize it at our lowest and it's, 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 it's bittersweet because it's just like, it it hurts so much, but something beautiful comes out of it. And if you would just allow God to take you on this scary ride, as far for me, like it's an airplane, this scary ride that will take a shorter amount of time if you just trust him and do not take all of these things that do not necessary. There's only a couple of things that you need to bring your faith and your hope in God. A surrender that should be in your, your, your to go back. <laughs> that should be what you're packing. Surrender to give it all to him and let him take you to your next destination. You don't need to bring all of these other stuff because they will not fulfill you. 
And let's not delay our blessings any longer by trying to make way and leaning on things that cannot fulfill us. Idols are dangerous. Idols are dangerous. And um, just know that he wants time. He wants you to give him your time. Um, Because when you do that, you're able to have an intimate relationship with him. You're able to look at him because when you focus too much on the things that are in front of you, when you focus too much on your circumstances, and I've made episodes about this, um, I think the previous one, live in the future, if you want to hear more about just giving God your time, because that is the key. When you focus on him and let go of every single thing that doesn't help you, you're able to really just fixate your eyes on what matters, and that's Jesus. And all of the things you're holding on to will not bring you help, will not bring you joy, will not bring you peace. Only God can. Allow him to get you to your next destination. Allow him to be the pilot of your life, the savior, to really guide you towards your purpose by letting go and surrendering of every single thing that you may hold dear to your heart. And it's hard. I understand it's hard. Especially when your flesh really desires to just eat. <laughs> when it just desires to just relax. Like you have a long day. You just want to go back and watch a Netflix series. And like I said, it's it's good to unwind. But make God your priority. Make God the person who you run to. Make God that. Make God your idol. Make him the one that you run to every single time something goes wrong. And this message, again, is for myself as it is for you. And as I practice going to God, it's also, it's refreshing. It's refreshing. It's comforting because you just tell him what's going on and and leave it to him and he'll handle the rest. But only him can give you that peace, that assurity that like everything is going to be okay. Because after you eat, all you have is calories. Now you got to burn that out. After you watch the Netflix series and now it's over. And what you going to do? Find another one? You can, but you're just going to be in the, the, the situation doesn't get resolved. It doesn't get resolved. We got to let go of our idols and let God guide us. And if you just trust in his process, you can get to your destination a lot quicker. You can get to where you need to be a lot quicker. Because he 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 be on time. He be waiting on us a lot of times. He be waiting on us. He's got plans for us. He's got the path already done. Like he's he's ready, and he's waiting on us. He's waiting on us. He's like the you know, he's waiting on us. <laughs> That's all I can say. He's waiting on us, and if we just trust him, he can guide us and get us there in a timely fashion. Like I said, God, God and like black people, he's not like, he's always on time, and he's he's perfect with every single thing that he's, he's strategic and very detailed and intentional with everything that he does, and so when he's letting, when he's telling us to let go of things, it's not because he doesn't want us to have joy or be happy or he doesn't want us to just unwind. But he has something better to give us. Peace. He wants us to let go of all of these other stuff so he can give us peace and joy and just a calm, a, a, a feeling that you just don't have to worry about nothing. 
like that baby faith. <laughs> and just remember, like I said, being on an airplane costs a lot more. Following God's plan will always cost you to give up something. You're giving up your idols and letting God be the only idol in your life. And it's easier for us to want to take something that feels more comfortable for us. Like I said, I feel more comfortable on the ground. Being 30,000 feet up or however much it is doesn't feel comfortable. And I would decide to take a bus you know, places just so I can feel some form of a short and I can bring more stuff too. I can bring more stuff because I, I don't like paying extra for to go on a plane. No, I'll just bring whatever it is. So this analogy worked really good for me. It'll always cost you to give up something. But in return, you get to your destination faster and safely and you also learn to trust God. Because when you're unsure of things, the only thing you can do is believe and trust in him. That he will get you where you need to go. And everything is out of your control. You can't just decide to get off a plane if things get crazy. You got to see it all the way through. For a bus, you could just ring that thing right there. They stop at the next stop and you're off. Delaying, delaying, delaying. But (laughs) when you really commit to the trip... When you commit and you really let go of everything and just focus on God, I promise you, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, you can accomplish it in a, a like a timely fashion. And with God, everything that he has planned for you, you can get there with him. But when we try to do things on our own, like abilities, and we try to find other ways to be happy, we try to lean on other things, we just end up falling right on our faces Because those things were not meant to support all of the weight. But only God's hand, only God can do it. So for your idols, give them up, baby. Give them up. I love you guys so much. I love you guys so, so much. And I actually forgot to read some of more of um, my, um, the ones, the scriptures that I had down. I just want to give it to, let's go for 1 Samuel Um, Chapter 12, verse 21, I think this is really important. You must not turn aside, for then you would go after the futile things which cannot profit or deliver because they are futile. Futile? Futile. I believe that's how it says. And like I said, nothing can benefit you. They will not profit you the way that God can. So don't, don't, don't worship anything else don't give your time to anything else that cannot sustain you that cannot bring you peace i just wanted to let you guys know that god loves you so much and he really wants to have a relationship with you as i have been going through my ups and downs and my highs and lows and whatever whatever is going on there's just been a lot but one thing i'm really grateful for is a relationship with god I'm really, really glad that I finally got here. Not saying that I am perfect or that I I am better than anybody in any way. But I recognize my struggle and I recognize that I am nothing without God. I recognize that I need help. And it feels very comforting to know that I have 
a God that cares about me so much, that doesn't only give me grace and an opportunity through his son to have a relationship with the father, but also just care about me, my feelings, the things when I cry, he hurts. When I'm happy, he rejoices. When I'm sad, he hurts. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to just be in relationship with God, not a facade or anything about letting other people know that you go to church all the time. And it's good to go to church, definitely community. But a lot of times some people try to flex and I'm not trying to call anybody out, but it could get easy to get wrapped up in the look of church, the look of holiness and just kind of lose sight of what is important. It's a relationship with God. That's that's the key. Once you have that, everything changes. Your perspective, the way you go about things, you don't you sin less just because you do not want to hurt your father. You do not want to cause him pain. You don't want him to grieve. And you realize and your eyes are open to all of the things that sin causes. I just want to encourage anyone out there to have a relationship. If you feel like you have strayed so f- you f- you feel like you've strayed far away from God, this is your chance to rededicate your life to God. And if you do not know him, honey, I encourage you to find out about him because he is calling out to you. He is calling out to you. He wants to have you in relationship with him. He wants to bless you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to know your secrets. He wants to know what hurts you, what makes you happy. And even though he already knows it, he wants to be able to have a relationship with you, to talk to you. Because even think about having a relationship with anybody. You may know how they may feel, but it always feels special for you to hear them say it. You may know that somebody loves you, but it always feels special for you to hear them say it. And it's the same thing with God. Although he knows our thoughts, he knows everything. He just wants to hear us say it because then we build a relationship where you talk and he talks. And it's the most amazing thing that you can do. And he died for your sins. He sent Jesus Christ to die for your sins. And because he rose up, you rose up with him. You are above sin. You no longer have to live in death because the wages of sin is death. You are a child of God. And this gift, it's free. All you have to do is accept it. God wants you to to accept him in your heart. They say that in the Bible, it says that if you confess and believe in your mouth, with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and that he died for your sins and rose up so that you can have a relationship with him, you will have eternal life. It's, it's that simple. It's that simple. And it's really not complicated. And sometimes we don't understand it because we think conditionally, but God's love is unconditional. We don't have to understand it because his thoughts are above ours. His thoughts are not our thoughts. But before I get too crazy with the ramblings, I just want to let you know that God is calling out to you. And if you would accept him into your heart today, you if you want to accept him, and I encourage you to, because it's the best thing that you could ever do with your life. You could do this prayer with me. Say, Father God, I know that I've sinned. I know that I've made mistakes. I acknowledge that I am a sinner. But Father God, today, I invite Jesus Christ into my heart. 
and believe that he is my Lord and Savior. I receive the gift of grace. I accept eternal life. Lord, please change me, transform me, renew me. I lay everything at your feet. And I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins. Cover me, Father God. And allow me to walk in the path that you set for me. In Jesus' name I pray and give thanks. Amen. Well, now, <laughs> Ephesians chapter 2 verse 19 says, So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Welcome, beautiful. I added that last part in. <laughs> I just want to let you know that God is rejoicing. And I am happy. Every time that somebody gets saved, every time that somebody accepts God, Jesus, into their life, I feel good too <laughs> because we're brothers and sisters. We're brothers and sisters. But like, wouldn't y'all want to have me as a your sister? No. <laughs> but I'm really I'm excited. Really, like I may not even sound like it, but I I really am. I'm thrilled because this is the best decision that you'll ever make, and you are not too far gone. And I'm telling you, the enemy will try to trip you up and try to make you feel as though God is not there for you and that you are too far gone and there are things that you have done and all of that stuff that do just, all of that lies. All of that lies. Oh. God loves you and he's calling you and he, he just wants to have a relationship with you. Just talk to him about anything. Talk to him about anything. I just want to pray really quick for anybody who may feel that they are not worthy. If you feel like you're not worthy of God or of like receiving, let me just pray with you really quick. Father God, I live, my brother and sister, whoever is listening under the sound of my voice right now, who may feel as though that they're not worthy of receiving you into the heart, Father God. I, with the power that you've given me as your daughter, Father God, I silence the lies of the enemy in their lives in Jesus' name. Anything that he's whispering, any lie, Father God, that he's telling them that they cannot accept God or that they are unworthy of his love and his grace. Father God, I silence those lies, Father God, in Jesus' name, Father. I pray that when the lies come, Father God, that your truth will overpower, God, those enemies, Jesus Christ, and let them know, God, that you're thinking about them and that you love them, Jesus. God, that through every single thing, that they feel your love, your embrace, your joy, that they're able to stand firmly and confident in their relationship, in their in their rights, in their position in you, Father. You have done so much for us. You have given us grace. You have given us a chance at a relationship with you, God. And it is a free gift, Lord. So whoever feels that right now that they can accept the Lord, work in their heart and whisper to them the truth which is that they are a son and a daughter and that they are your child and that they are heirs of everything that you have. In Jesus' name, I pray and give thanks. Amen. You are not too far gone. There's nothing that you can do. There's nothing that you did. And this is not a license to sin because sin brings upon death. Sin brings nothing good in your life. But there's nothing that you can do that can separate you from God's love. 
And I just wanted to remind you guys to let God take the will. Let God be your pilot. Let go of all of the idols and let him bring you to your next destination. I love you guys so much. I'm going to see you guys in the next episode. Bye.